Welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge, and we've made it to episode number 20 of Remember Now Thy Creator Podcasts. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Do you believe that? Do you share that same feeling, those same sentiments? Well, we're going to talk about that, but before we do... I want to introduce something else to you because at the end of this podcast, we're going to have what we call bonus material. And we'll explain it a little bit at the end as well, but what that bonus material is going to be is a discussion with a grade nine to 12 student from Christadelphian Heritage College in Southern Ontario. And they're going to share with us what they know about an animal. And they're going to share the complexity of this animal and some of the, the special characteristics that these animals have to support intelligent design. Now, we're going to do that after this episode, the next episode, and the following one. So that's the next three. And it will just act as some, some bonus material. It'll be some standalone material at the end. So once, once I wrap this up, stay on a little bit longer and you'll get some some extra podcast material. Then, after that, we will be having a few more students uh, about every other episode, I'd say, and they will share the very same thing, but it won't be bonus material. It'll be the core of what that podcast is about. I'll introduce it with some thoughts, a couple Bible verses maybe, and then we'll get into this discussion that we had about a very impressive animal that supports intelligent design. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Let's get back to this idea of fear. Because in Hebrews 13 verse 5, it says, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now that sits in a context. And the context is this. It says, let your life be without covetousness. Be content. For God said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God is with you. And if God is with you, is there anything that you can fear? Now, now the writer to the Hebrews, his mind was actually going back to Joshua chapter 1, where those same sentiments were felt. Those same feelings God basically said to Moses, I will not leave you or forsake you. And Moses conveyed this to Joshua. They are about to enter into the promised land. There was going to be all sorts of scary things. But God was with them. And that meant that fear could be cast aside. Now we're not going into to the promised land or into different foreign countries and invading them and removing the people there, ending their lives. But, you know, there is the fear of man today. There's something called the doomsday clock. Doomsday is this idea of this judgment catastrophic day that's coming in the future and the world's going to come to an end. People, especially people without God, really believe that. 
You can actually look up the doomsday clock. It's quite interesting. And, and what it is, is it's a, a clock put together by scientists, um, a clock which points to something. So you've got the clock and you've got these hands. And the closer, are, the, closer the hands are to midnight represents the closer we are to destroying ourselves. Because they say man has created nuclear weapons, man has created the problem of climate change, and man has created all of these modern technologies, and they say between these three things we're closer and closer to destroying ourselves. And they, they provide all of these solutions. You know, we can move the hands farther back from midnight, farther away from destroying ourselves. And they say that because they believe that if man created these problems, man can solve these problems. Do you agree with that? I mean, think about this. The clock, they, they set it once, once a year, and it's set January 2022, 100 seconds from midnight. Did you know that's the closest they've ever set it to midnight? And it started in 1947. So is man actually solving the problem, or are they creating more? Scientists believe that well, while they control, while they can control these things, that actually we're not doing a very good job and we're making more problems. And that's true because man can't control all of these things. Man does make things worse. And this is the real belief by some people that the world will come to an end. And, and sure, man left to himself. Well, the world probably would come to an end. The, the, the earth would be destroyed. There's one gentleman, actually, Bruce Beach. He died a year or two ago. He lived near where I grew up in, in Orangeville, Ontario. He was just a little bit north of Shelburne, if you know where that is. And he collected buses. You imagine? Anybody have a hobby? Collect buses? He, he collected 42 of them. He poured concrete over them. So they've got these steel bars so they can hold a lot of weight at the, um, in the top of the bus. And then he poured earth over the buses and they're about 14 feet underground and he had a, um, he had a passageway getting to the buses and he connected them all. And he had running water in there, he had kitchens, he had bedrooms, he had everything and it was a doomsday bunker. 500 people could fit in there. Wow! It's just, just an enormous project he took on. But that's because he and others believe that the world could come to an end. Nuclear warfare, climate change, whatever it might be. And you might hear these things at school, all of these big, poignant topics. Does that give you fear? That man has created all of these problems? Are you worried? Are you distressed about what the earth might look like for your children or grandchildren? Sure, there might be some difficult and challenging times ahead. But is that what God asks us to do, to, to fear these things? He says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. If you're content in this life, if you're free from covetousness and always looking to get more and more, to, to get yourself in a better position in this life and recognize that the Lord 
is our helper and to recognize he'll never leave us or forsake us, then what do we really have to fear? Isn't it comforting that God's on our side? I believe it's such an important thing for us to remember, to think about. God is with us. He is in control of the world. And we certainly know the world isn't going to come to an end. God has a purpose with this earth. It can't be destroyed by nuclear warfare, climate change, or modern technologies. God is going to transform this world and make it a better place. So think about that. Think, think about the fact that God is with you. And think about it often. And if you do that, that will help us better remember now our Creator. Right. Welcome to bonus material on Remember Now Thy Creator podcast. For this bonus material, we're going to have a whole bunch of high school students from Christadelphian Heritage College in southern Ontario join us. And they'll be talking about uh, different, incredible, and complex animals, which point to an intelligent uh, designer. So today, we have with us Harrison McFarlane. Harry, you're in grade nine, right? Mm -hmm. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing very well. And Harry, what are you going to talk about today? Uh, I'm going to talk about the honeybee, which makes your delicious honey you put on your toast. <laughs> awesome. The honeybee. Now, I understand, Harry, you keep bees at home? Yes, we have about 10 hives that we harvest honey from. And are you involved in that process? Yes, I get stung quite a bit. <laughs> you get stung quite a bit. Oh, very good. So, the honeybee. Um, tell us, there's different um, types of bees with different roles, right? Yeah, in the hive there will be a queen bee, which is basically the mum, worker bees, drones, and larvae, the babies. The worker bees will mainly just take care of everything in the hive, while the drones usually are just for mating, and the queen lays the eggs. Very good, and, and what would you say the overall purpose of, of the honeybee is? Their main purpose, I would say, is to make honey and kind of just survive, but they really have so much more to that because they just pollinate so much and help every day with the plants and the flowers and everything that we really enjoy. So there's a, you'd say there's a, a constant flurry of activity and they each have their own roles to, to make everything happen? Yeah. Take one of the bees out and none of them can work. And why, why would you say bees are needed today for us? Well, with everything that we have in the world, all the pesticides and artificial flavors and everything we have, bees are kind of the only natural food makers that we really have and we really take for granted. They're, they help so much and we're just killing them off with all the stuff we put on our fields that try to keep out the bad bugs. Very interesting. I've heard it said that that bees are one of nature's greatest architects. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. They, what they build in the hive with the wax that they've created is incredible and they get these perfect hexagons that they store honey and their kids and everything in. 
so just, you know, this couple minutes um, talking with you, Harry, learned a lot, lots of very interesting things about honeybees. And what, what would you say this tells us about, you know, creation versus evolution, chance versus an intelligent designer? Well, I'd say that with every key component in the bee and how intricate they are, it's just, it's so obvious that they were made by an intelligent creator. I mean, this happening by chance would be completely impossible. They just all work together so well. There's never any problems. They, they're able to heat the hive or cool the hive just with their own bodies. They're just an incredible creature. And you take one element out, you know, take one of those types of honeybees, one of those type of workers out, or take one of the components that make up a honeybee, and everything would collapse, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I think uh, all the listeners would agree. We've learned a lot. We appreciated uh, having you here today, Harry. So thanks for, for coming on and joining our podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And without a shadow of a doubt, you've also helped us better remember now our creator. Arrows were designed to end the life of an enemy, to hit a target. The Bible compares arrows to children. So the question is, will the children of God hit their intended target? And it's the answer to that question we hope to discuss on the next episode of Remember Now, Thy Creator.